Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. I am an eight-figure Amazon seller. I started this podcast about two years ago, and guess what? I'm legitimately just a better seller now. But this podcast isn't about me. It's about you. It's about some of the best ideas that I have learned or that other experts have I bring in and to help you transform into the smartest Amazon seller. So I'm going to be doing some more. I've got a series of about five podcasts, I believe, where I'm going to be recording just by myself, no interviews, insights that I have learned and written down, studied in my own selling journey and development, all of that. And I just want to give you some a lot of value real quick. Then let you go back on your day. Yeah. I mean, like that, that is like how I started this podcast was all about giving you an insight that tomorrow you can implement, or even today you can implement and be a better seller. You know, I actually had someone on my podcast about three, four weeks ago, uh, Ben Leonard. He mentioned a book and the context he mentioned that book. I was like, well, I got to like read this book. It's called Built to Sell. And I read the book, loved it really showed me some of the weaknesses of my business by boxer. I'll be honest. We didn't carry the weight that we held for a time. We were the number two reseller on Amazon. We were in the top 10 of all feedback scores. I mean, like there were millions of sellers and we were at the top. I could give a long story on specifically this but it's not that interesting. One of the reasons that our seller feedback was so high was our involvement with the small and light program. Our average order value was very, it was like under $10. And we just had crazy volume with small and light. In 2017 and 2018, the going was good with small and light. I, it, they've changed the fees several times, so much so that I cannot honestly recommend the program. They even changed the fees even further this uh, last round. And again, you know, not impressed with what the program can be for many sellers. If you are very specialized in products that are under $7, very small. Okay, let's talk. There may be an opportunity there, but it wasn't nearly, it's not nearly as good as it ever was. I'm actually going to have a, my next podcast will probably be more about FBA fees, but I just wanted to point out that like, you know, our feedback score uh, used to be very, very high, but there were some really big weaknesses about BuyBoxer in this position. And this book really just pointed right at it. I get it now. So this book is about a marketing agency that tries to dev- uh, to do everything. They're serving big clients that, you know, they go hand and foot to serve them. They they have a a bank that they do marketing for that represents about 30 to 40% of their business. You know, their whole team and just always gets involved. It's just, it's just chaos to adapt to the needs of this bank. And like the thing is, is fundamentally they are a services agency. And that sometimes means you bend over for small clients because whoever complains the most or whoever has the highest request for you ends up, you know, controlling so much of your mind share of your time. You're always just serving, 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 serving. I can go on about, you know, some of the weaknesses of agencies. It is a really tough business. 
I would choose being a seller on Amazon over an agency. Took me a little while to figure out why, but I mean, I'm, there's people that have figured out an agency really well. They, they like to deal with clients. I, that, that's not me. I don't love, you know, a hard sell, but like this book really tears apart, like the weaknesses of an agency and how to like make it a strength. And I mean, the title of the book is called Built to Sell. And so it's essentially building a business in a situation where someone would want to come and buy it. And one of the key reasons why a business is sellable is that it can run by itself. You don't need the the current CEO or founder owner to keep things going. You've got uh, a team, you've got processes that uh, are growing and strengthening on their own. And essentially this book is about how this guy, you know, in a services agency, he wants to sell, he wants out, he hates it because the cash flow is really bad in a services agency when you get paid after the work that you render. And he, he goes to a mentor of his and this mentor helps him turn this service agency into a product agency. They have a, a product that they serve for their marketing clients. So through the advice of his mentor, he stopped focusing on these big clients and trying to do everything for them. Because if you dabble into marketing, you soon realize there's you know always like 20 different ways you can, you can turn to do marketing. And uh, this mentor suggests to him to just focus on one thing that they do really well. And for, for this uh, example, the, this company, they build logos. And he's like, okay, well, you guys do logos. You do all of this print marketing, um, but let's just focus on, on logos and turn it into a product that you can sell, that you can get the money up front or at least half of it up front for this product because you have a unique process to your logo creation, a five-step logo development process that you can sell it as a product and that you know, customers don't come in and try and like change your product. See, that's what happens a lot with an agency is someone will come in, a big client will, will want, you know, something to be adapted to their unique solution. Well, if you're selling a product, that's just what they get. And there's less negotiation. And I, I really think this is super applicable to a lot of people out there. Many of the different concepts specifically, you know, removing yourself from certain processes, but, um, it's, it's a fascinating book. It's actually really quick. You know, I, I got it on audio two or three hours and you, you really get the point, you know, they start to sell these logos across town and, you know, build a very different cash flow model so much so that they fire their old clients and they're able to streamline their business just to sell logos. The, I, I, I could dive into this a little bit further, but I'm going to apply this to my business, uh, buy boxer, uh, you know, buy boxer was started as a reseller and we wanted to morph to be what, you know, uh, brands wanted to work with. So we built a website, we built a, uh, a division that focused on, uh, on partnerships with brands. We wanted to try and be an exclusive seller. And, uh, I'll be honest, like, yeah, we had a few wins, but you know, we also had plenty of fails. And to this day, I, I just a handful that I'm like, yes, like we got that. And that's because we tried to be a little bit of everything to everyone, or there was just something wrong about our business development process. I actually get asked at least once a week, 
you know, how to win more brands, how to be in those conversations where you're with a, you know, talking with a brand and how you can wholesale them on Amazon. I know a lot of my audience does that, does that business model. And I kind of cringe because while I know that my company buy boxer, you know, we know a few things, but I don't feel like we have a silver bullet. You know, you have a silver bullet when like, you're so good at your job, people are coming to you and you're turning away the brands that you don't want to sell. So this book kind of pointed out that we were just trying to be everything to everyone. We were bending over backwards and it was just really, uh, you know, it was really challenging year over year to, to know that this was a very profitable division of Buyboxer. You know, th- th- there's, there's, there's plenty of services a brand could want on Amazon. The one that doesn't, doesn't want to tackle it themselves. And, you know, we probably built, a, a, you know, 15 to 20 different services and boy, was that not the right way to communicate because if someone came to us, they're like, Hey, we want to sell it on our account. Can you do that? I'm like, Oh yeah, 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 we can. Okay. Like, well, we'll, we'll help you with seller management. We'll help you with, you know, the, the marketing that means photography and, 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 and copy on your pages and, you know, enhance brand content and. Uh, all, all these different things that we would be doing for them. And then we would try and do that on our own seller account. And then we were doing these for brands that just like, I don't believe in, you know, I bet you there are some companies that we probably threw, you know, a few thousand dollars of labor into and they weren't really worth it. You know, there wasn't a product market fit. We didn't ask ourselves the difficult question of like, do we actually want to do this? Like, does the data show that this is an opportunity? Do we believe in this brand? We didn't really know how to say no to opportunities. And in in, in the book, Built to Sell, you know, he learns like why and when to say no to to certain clients because he's just building a product. And so here's how I am going to suggest that you can use this in your business right now. If you are trying to open up an account with, with you know a brand or whatever, this is what I'm doing right now is sell them a service first. You are on Amazon. You know, generally what's needed. You know what a good image looks like. You know what a good product page, you know, a good sales rank looks like, you know, what bad sales ranks look like. You can find flaws in any brand and there's many. And what I would recommend, and I would love feedback from people that implement this strategy is jump in and say like, hey, I can do this specific thing for you. I can build a brand store for you, a storefront. I can, you know, help you identify these rogue sellers because I'm using, you know, this tool. I can send them cease and desists. That one's a little bit complicated. I don't know um, if that would be what I would jump in first. Unless you know what you're doing, I can, I mean, what other services are these brands looking for? I can redo your first images on your entire product line, make them look consistent, and I'll do this, you know, for this amount of money. Don't do things for free. Position yourself well enough that you can sell this service that can change the relationship. They see how you work. I'm not sure if I brought this up on a previous podcast, but I'll repeat it. In we were working with a brand, uh, we were trying to win them over uh, for our agency. They do, uh, it's called Gab uh, cell phones. They are cell phones for kids. 
and very pretty successful, very well funded. I mean, I'm sure they have 20, 30 million dollars in venture capital funding, but they're a little bit hesitant to go on to Amazon. Like this is this would represent a very big account for us, you know, a really big win. And, you know, the person on our business development was saying that like it's really hard to like win these big complicated, you know, uh relationships. The the only way to win these is to actually get a small win, to start small. And so we started pushing to sell their accessories and they were all on board. We said like, okay, yeah, maybe the phones, we'll leave that to another day. Let's sell your phone accessories and uh, your wearables on Amazon. And we'll, we'll do that. This won't be very expensive. We were getting our foot in the door and showing what we do. I think that's a very similar tactic to wholesale that you can sell a very specific service to a brand as a way to get your foot in the door. Um, you probably listened to a recent episode where, you know, a service could be building their customer list, running a promotional campaign that's off Amazon to bring Amazon traffic. You know, if that's something you've learned how to do, you know, sell that service to them and see where that takes their relationship. If the, if the relationship doesn't work out, that's fine. You got paid for your time. So that's how I'm starting to think about creating a business development pipeline for a buy boxer that works. I would love to hear what you guys think about that. I, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. It's what's helped me grow my businesses is, you know, getting individuals to do the tasks that take me a long time and, you know, replace yourself. In if you, if you get to the end of this book, you'll see how well and effectively this this leader of the business, the, the founder, was able to replace himself and how much less stress he had. So a lot of you guys do have people that are helping you, you know, secure accounts. And I hope, you know, if you study this out that like you are, you know, it's kind of a transformational idea change. So I got a few more individual podcasts with just me and just my own ideas, my research. I'm actually got one that I'm going to be paying for the research. So really excited about that. I'm going to analyze the company Caspian. They are a public company. So subscribe, stay tuned. I hope you start that transformational change of becoming the smartest Amazon seller. Thanks for tuning in. One, two, three. Yeah.